0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio
1: Player app. Time Magazine today has named their Person of the Year for 2019, and it is Greta Thunberg, the Swedish schoolgirl who has inspired a global movement to fight climate change. She's 16 years old. She uh, recently gave that speech in Vancouver that uh, was attended by thousands of people in downtown Vancouver for that climate strike rally on climate change. 16 years old, she's the youngest person ever chosen by the magazine as its person of the year as a tradition that goes back to 1927. Controversial choice in the minds of some. I wonder what they think about that in the Alberta oil patch, in the oil sands. Let's check in with Max Fawcett now, former editor of alberta oil magazine he's a very fine journalist covers alberta issues for mclean's magazine among others he happens to be in vancouver today in the studio hi max mike how are you great thanks a lot for coming on what do you think there's what are they saying in alberta today with greta Thunberg as the uh, person of the year for time magazine
0: well, I think there's a lot of people who are having a bad day today on yeah. social media and and are yeah. probably sharing that with their friends. I mean, I I think this was the reaction that Time was hoping to provoke. Maybe not yeah. not in Alberta, but you know, get people to react, get people to share, get them to tweet, do all those things. That's the whole point of of this exercise for them. And so, you know, on their front mission accomplished, right? Um, and for the people who get upset about this. You know, I think they're kind of telling on themselves a little bit when they when they overreact to, you know, a sixteen year old who just wants to make the world a better place and, and maybe live in a world where the environment isn't a complete dumpster fire when she's older.
1: Okay, but you're saying that as an oil guy, right? I mean, you used to be the editor of uh, Alberta Oil Magazine.
0: I I am a bit of a heretic in the patch on on some of these things. I think climate change policy and oil and gas can go together. I think they actually uh, go together quite well, and and going forward, that's the only way that they're going to go together. So I'm not saying they have to listen to everything that Greta is suggesting, because some of her suggestions are a little bit on the, the radical side, but... You certainly can't ignore the the growing movement uh, around climate change and certainly the the amount that young people care about it. So, uh, you know, don't get mad. Maybe maybe listen to her a little bit more.
1: Okay, so you think she's a good choice as Person of the Year for Time magazine? Because I, I was checking out some of the Twitter reaction in Alberta today, and a lot of people are upset about it and think, like, no way, she shouldn't be the person of the year for Time Magazine, but what do you think about the choice?
0: I mean, I think people in Alberta are a little biased. Maybe they would have liked Jason Kenney to be the person of the year. I'm not sure. But uh, you can't ignore the the impact that she's had in terms of attracting headlines. You know, uh, people have rallied in support of her wherever she goes. I mean, she is a, a global phenomenon, and, and she's only 16 years old. Yeah. To, you know, to the people who are upset about this, I would say that it may turn out to be a bad choice. Time did uh, picked Joseph Stalin twice as their Person yeah. of the Year, yeah. uh, picked Adolf Hitler once, so oh. uh, and uh, Richard Nixon twice. So you know th- these are not always good choices, but the the, the point <laughs> of the exercise is to is to stimulate debate and, and to get people talking about Time Magazine, and, and that's mission accomplished.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, they have a history of making some provocative choices, and uh, they've got people talking about it today. So that's probably the uh, the response they were certainly certainly looking for. You mentioned that. Um, you've written about she visited Alberta short time ago, didn't she?
0: She did. She was yeah. in Alberta. Oh boy, it escapes me. But uh, about a month ago, maybe right, right. But during same the time election, she's in
1: Vancouver. Yeah,
0: yeah. What was
1: the What was the reaction when she visited Alberta?
0: It was a It was a live version of, of what people are doing on social media today. You had, you know, people protesting her with you know honking horns and and generally uh you know kind of melting down a little bit about about what she had to say it wasn't a good look for alberta you know you know the 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 eyes of the world are increasingly on the oil and gas industry there and i think they could have done a better job of of embracing her of listening to her again you don't have to do what she says because you know like a lot of 16 year olds she doesn't have a, a a great grasp on on you know exactly what what happens in the real world but you know i think to, to attack her or to criticize her or to say, she, you know, she's foreign funded or she, you know, she's 16, she doesn't get it. Or I've seen some people criticizing her for her mode of transport. Uh, it's, it yeah. misses the point, which is that she has tapped into, I think, a very deep vein of, of fear and concern among people her age about what their future is going to look like. And I think it's incumbent upon adults not to dismiss those concerns, but to address them.
1: Speaking to Max Fawcett, he's the former editor of Alberta Oil Magazine, covers Alberta for McLean's Magazine, among others. Do you think that, I mean, as a guy from Alberta who's written about the oil patch for a lot of years, do you think that, I mean, what's her position on on Canadian energy production and oil and gas in particular? I mean, has she articulated a, a specific position? Does she think Canada should be shutting down the oil sands? What what has she said about that?
0: Yeah, she has. She's she's. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm in uh, very clear disagreement with her on that front. She's basically yeah. said that you know the industry should shut down. She sent a letter to the prime minister recently saying, "Don't approve any more projects. You know, wrap it up. It's 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 game over for for Canada's oil and gas industry." And I don't think that's true. I think for as long as as oil and gas is consumed in this world, I want as many of those barrels to come from Canada as possible. Um, but you know, the future is one of demand, you know, maybe, uh, you know, peaking in the near future and, and people looking for cleaner alternatives. And right. in Alberta and in Canada, we can't be blind to that. So, we, you know, we should fight for for the market share that we have and the market share we want. And no, Greta, we shouldn't be just stopping things tomorrow. But you can't ignore concerns like hers because I think they're only going to get more vocal, more urgent and more politically relevant uh, in the years to come. And, Industry has to have a better answer for them than, um, you know, be quiet or we don't want to listen to you. Right. I mean,
1: you can't deny the impact that she's had and, and the number of people who turn out. I mean, look at the look at the numbers of people who come out to see her. I mean, downtown Vancouver was an, a, a human traffic jam when she was here. I mean, she's in, she's inspires a lot of people, especially young people who connect with her. So I think at her at our peril, you kind of ignore that. At the same time, like you said, Max, you don't agree with everything that she said. You think some of the stuff do you think some of the stuff she said is what radical or unrealistic how would you describe it
0: Yeah I think it's both of those I mean you know when you're 16 years old you, you don't really have a job you don't have a mortgage to pay you don't you don't Think about the sort of bigger picture of things. She she is very clear that she you know her role is to raise the alarm, to to attract attention, to get people to to feel the urgency that she feels. And I think that's good. The question is, what do we do with that urgency? What right, what does right. that lead to? And I don't think shutting down Canadian oil and gas is the answer because as I think a lot of people listening know, we shut our oil and gas down. Those barrels just get produced by Texas or Russia or Norway or any other part of the world that that will continue pumping. So what we need to do is support carbon pricing, reduce our emissions through global agreements, and work together towards these sorts of things. And I I think she would agree with that uh, if you pressed her. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you're not going to be able to transition off of fossil fuels overnight. I mean, there has to be a transition period where you you go to renewables or cleaner energy sources. But you're not I mean it's just a simple fact, isn't it? You're not it's impossible to turn it off the turn off oil and gas in in the in a very short order.
0: Well, we could do it, but we would all be poorer for it. We wouldn't be able to, to fund the sorts of social programs that we enjoy today and it wouldn't do anything for global emissions because as I said that that, that demand would just be met by another source. Right. So, you know, we have to think I think a little more creatively and comprehensively about this. There's a middle ground where, you know, we don't have to pretend that it's 20 years ago when climate change isn't important because it's super important. But that doesn't mean that we shut everything down tomorrow. There's a right. there's a middle ground and, you know, 16-year-olds are not great at middle grounds and and Greta probably isn't either, but uh, that's where we should be meeting her, not, you know, dismissing her, not saying nope. that her concerns aren't relevant.
1: So what should be the answer then from Canada or specifically Alberta and the Austin? We've got an oil and gas sector here in British Columbia as well. And short of people saying, well, just shut everything down... What kind of rational response should we have as a country to say, like, no, we're not going to shut everything down, but we think we can improve things, we can contribute to an answer or a solution?
0: Yeah, I think we have a a better story to tell than some people understand. Um, You know, we have carbon pricing at the federal level, and you know, certainly there are very few countries in the world that can say that. We have carbon pricing in Alberta on the oil and gas industry, and actually almost nobody knows this, but they've had that for over a decade. Um, So can can they reduce their emissions more? They absolutely can. Should we support them? We absolutely should. But, you know, Alberta is one of the only oil producing regions in the world right now that's working hard, maybe not hard enough, but it is working hard to reduce the emissions associated with its oil. So to tell them to shut down and to say to people in Texas, go ahead, keep doing what you're doing. That doesn't make much sense to me. You know, I think we have a good option to offer the world, this sort of Canadian, awkward consensus position that, you know, is kind of one of the things that we're very good at in this country is, is policy that makes nobody yeah. happy, but actually mm-hmm. moves things forward.
1: Okay, and talking to Max Fawcett, he's the former editor of Alberta Oil Magazine, talking about Greta Thunberg, uh, named today as Time Magazine's Person of the Year, of course, the 16-year-old climate change activist. Uh, Time magazine said today Thunberg won the award for sounding the alarm about humanity's predatory relationship with the only home we have, unquote. She is in Madrid, Spain today. She's addressing uh, U.N. climate talks there. Do you think you mentioned that if we did what Greta Thunberg said and just kept all the oil and gas in the ground in Canada, that the demand would just be met elsewhere, whether it's the United States or, or somewhere else? What about that ethical oil argument that we often hear in Alberta that's saying, like, look, we are a country that has respects human rights. We've got ethical laws. We've got strong environmental laws around the extraction of these products. And if you don't buy our oil and gas, people will buy it from Saudi Arabia or Venezuela or some other terrible country. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's a legit answer to her?
0: So I'm I'm on the record as saying that I'm I am not a fan of the ethical loyal argument it was it was created by Ezra Levant who has uh, all sorts of baggage that I, I don't think is particularly great. Well
1: yeah, but doesn't he have a fairly a fairly compelling argument to make on it?
0: So it- You know, I definitely think that there is merit in the idea that we have better, you know, ethical labor laws, uh, standards than a place like Saudi Arabia. I think that's obvious. That's not convincing for a lot of people in Canada. It's not going to get people to support pipelines in Burnaby. It's not going to get people to support pipelines in Montreal because they expect better of us. We're Canadians. We're supposed to be the best in the world. We're not supposed to be the worst in the world. So I think it is a technically correct argument. I think it's very ineffective as a persuasive argument. And I think, the proof is in the pudding there because it hasn't worked. It, it makes people in Alberta and Saskatchewan feel good, but it's not really getting the job done anywhere else. And, you know, the thing that matters most right now is, is the environmental side. You know, the, the labor laws are important. The way we treat minorities and women in Canada is very important. And it has, by the way, nothing to do with the oil and gas industry. That's a function of broader society. But, you know, the, what matters per, to people like Greta are the emissions, and we still have work yeah, to do yeah. there. We've done work. It's getting better. It still can get so much better than it is today. And that's what's going to get people to buy in, is meaningful material and ongoing improvements in our environmental performance. What,
1: what do you think, The just last question for you, Max, what do you think will be the impact of Greta Thunberg appearing today on the cover of Time magazine, Person of the Year? Because like you mentioned, the climate change uh, movement, especially among young people, We've seen it grow this year amazingly, but emissions keep going up too. So, I mean, does it make any difference if Time Magazine puts her on the cover?
0: I think it makes a difference for Time Magazine's bottom line. I think they, they will do quite well from it. But, you know, will it move the needle in terms of who we vote for and the policies they bring in? I I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to be looking to the American election next year to see if if maybe that moves the needle. You know, it didn't really mm-hmm. seem to move the needle a whole lot in our federal election. The Green Party ended up with the same number of seats they always do. So I do think momentum's building. I do think there's sort of pressure under the ground that's sort of bubbling up. But... We haven't really seen it explode yet and, and maybe that's that's coming in the near future. Okay. Thanks for stopping in. Anytime, Mike. I appreciate it. Max
1: Fawcett, former editor Alberta Oil Magazine. You can read his stuff in McLean's and elsewhere.